Welcome back to another episode of Caps Off by the Game Day. We have somehow acquired another big fish to come on. One that was probably Again. for the second, second time. time. I, I don't know, know, which is crazy. Um, you know, it's it's funny because last week we had Emmanuel Acho on who said one thing, but we're bringing on someone now that has his bio that says wins are most definitely not a quarterback stat. It is the former leader of SportsCenter, the retired man out of Hawaii now, which somehow he has now come to Connecticut uh, to a city that is not as nearly as good as Hawaii or Honolulu or wherever that might have been. But hey, Trey Wingo, welcome back to the pod. <laughs> what up? Thank you. First of all, what a terrible intro. Yeah, like, you were just, it was, that yeah. was. That was just a word salad that came out of nowhere. I don't know why we let this. He's like probably the least literate out of all of us, and we're letting him do the intro. It's, it's I don't tough. know about that, but we'll, we'll, find, we'll see. I, hey, I'm not the smartest, but. I, I consider myself <laughs> literate, but I also don't consider myself someone that, with lack of preparation for an intro, can bust We've out known an, he's an coming intro. on for a while, though. Yeah, but Matan, yeah. you know, is usually the intro guy here. But, you know, we try. Yeah. I try. I, I see. I feel no, it's like good. Trey, it's all good. Trey came back on just to, like, make fun of us. Because every time you're in our comments on Instagram, it's just giving us shit. Like, every <laughs> single time. I swear. I love My it. favorite comment that Trey's <laughs> ever left us is, why don't you guys talk about something before 2000? It's like, well, you know what? I wasn't even, my brain wasn't even working anything yeah. past 2005. Yeah, so. Yeah, but but the cowboy fan over there in the white shirt, he'll tell you about everything he knows from the Cowboys in the nineties. So, you know, That's I wasn't born got. in the thirties, but I but I can tell you shit that went down in the thirties because I wanted to learn about it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not a historian. Felipe's definitely a historian. Uh, look, picking up uh, on that. Picking up on that. Picking up look, on that. Look, dude, like yeah, I definitely know I definitely know the most, you know, going far back. But yeah, you gotta you gotta want to do some research. Like it's not just what you watch, but maybe look a little bit further back, you sure. know. Sure. The 90s, great era for the Cowboys. And, and the 49ers The 70s, as well. great 70s era for, for the, the Cowboys. Well, great era for the Dolphins. You talk about Larry Zonka. I mean, <laughs> so it's the only era of Dolphins football I care about outside of the one that's going on right now. But hey, let's jump into it. So Trey, we had Emmanuel Acho on the podcast last week. And one of the biggest things he said, other than mm -hmm. talking about Justin Herbert and Tua and the social media quarterback aspect, is that wins are most definitely a quarterback stat. Now, one of the big reasons he said that was you know, with them having the most influence on the game, they're touching the Law ball the most, it very much should be a quarterback stat. However, in your bio, you've always said wins are not a quarterback stat. Mm -hmm. So define why wins are not a quarterback stat, according to Trey Wingo. Okay, tell me why Jalen Hurts lost the Super Bowl. Uh, because player Patrick on the field. Mahomes is a better quarterback. <laughs> but did he did Jalen Hurts lose that game? No, 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 nah, he didn't lose. So it. if win, if wins, so, so here's what I'm saying. So if wins, if you're attributing wins as a quarterback stat, then when they don't win, it's a loss. What did Jalen Hurts do to lose that game? He did have that one fumble. I will. He say. also threw for 300 plus yards. He had the most total yards, uh, I think, uh, combined. Uh, oh, in, in Super Bowl yeah. history. I'm, I'm I mean, like, okay, like, okay, better, but. fine. If you want, if you want to do that one, let's go another one. Why did Josh Allen lose that divisional game to the Chiefs? Is that all with all the fumbles and, and everything? No, 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 no. no, no, no. no. Oh, no, the, seven, the, the, the thirteen the, seconds one. Yeah, yeah no, I agree with that. Yeah, one. But yeah. what about so? So what about the game so, where okay, so, he had like three turnovers in the red zone? Yes, they can be a reason people win and lose. Right. But what did what did what did Josh Allen do to cause them to lose that game to the Chiefs? The answer is zero. Yeah. So why is why is it then a loss on his record? It's a loss on the special teams coach's record for screwing right. up the easiest thing in the world. Right. Okay. Um, 
that loss by Jalen Hurts is on his resume. He didn't do anything wrong. Yes, he had the one fumble and that Nick Bolton returned, but I mean, he played, he was the best player on the field. Right. So look, they, they have a great influence, but if, if the offensive lineman isn't blocking someone, which is allowing him to make those throws, then those throws aren't made. Wins are a team, a team stat. They're not a quarterback. And much in the same way, a Hall of Fame career is not based on whether or not you have a Super Bowl ring. Because a Super Bowl is a Super Bowl ring is a is a definition of something that the team achieved. And you can be one of the greatest players in the history of the game, Dan Marino, and not have a single Super Bowl ring. And he's still a first ballot Hall of Famer. It's not even a debate. Damn he's right one of the top five quarterbacks to ever play the game. Damn right he is. So I think to Acho's so, point, when he was you know, obviously adamant about that, he we brought up those games and we brought up games where Brock Purdy loses in the playoffs and it's not it wasn't Brock Purdy's loss, right? I mean, he got hurt and still right, goes yeah. down as a loss and to him or whatever it may be. But his point is that when you look at the average, so for most all quarterbacks, yeah, like yeah. all the averages, at the end of the day, a quarterback like Tom Brady won a lot. And so we're going to, you know, consider that. Uh, or like yeah. look, other quarterbacks. Patrick Brock, Mahomes is winning a lot right Brock now. Brock Purdy, yeah. yeah. Patrick Mahomes is winning a lot. So when you look at the averages, it kind of evens out to where the quarterbacks who win the most are actually some of the best overall yeah. because because they're on the best teams. Yeah, sure. Okay, yeah. like look, I, I don't want to dunk on Acho because I've done that a lot, and uh, <laughs> I, I I just like I disagree with almost everything he says, and I think he's one of these guys that just throws things out there because he all he wants is clicks and conversations. It's just my opinion. Um, so I I look at I take this shit seriously. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. I take it seriously. Like yeah. it matters to me. So if, if you're Talk that talk, like, baby. Okay, give you an example. Let's let's take Tom Brady for example. Nice. Super Bowl Fifty One. Yeah. Right. Let's let's talk about that for a second. What changed in that game that allowed the Patriots to win? I gotta go back. Yeah. I what was the back. what was the defining moment of that game? You have, you, want, you guys that, remember that the, what the Philly the, the Philly special? No, was no, that the interception? No, no. no that was it, they were down twenty eight to twelve with eight and a half minutes to go in the fourth okay. quarter. It's a third and one. And for some reason, the Falcons call a seven-step oh, drop, which to this oh. day I'll never freaking understand. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. That's so and, and, and it's a high tower strip sack and fumble. The only reason that comeback exists is because of that strip sack and fumble by, by high tower. Okay, mm. that's it. Mm. If that doesn't happen, the Patriots don't win that game. The greatest comeback in the history of the Super Bowl doesn't exist. Right. So I'm not going to just shove away the most impactful play in the game just to give the win to Tom Brady because if that play doesn't happen, the Patriots don't win the game. I yeah, guess. I remember that too. They were in field goal range, I believe, too, right? They could have kicked Well, they were after that. Yes, they were after after they had uh after they had uh gotten it close, it was 28 to 20. He threw Matt Ryan threw a ridiculous pass to uh, Julio Jones on the sidelines yeah. and made this unbelievable catch. That, that catch was crazy. Uh, and then then they got a sack and a holding penalty and it kicked him out of field goal range. Right. Yeah, I mean, look, I'll be clear. When we had that conversation at the Super Bowl, it has now become a hot topic on this podcast where what you've said about quarterbacks and wins and it not being a quarterback stat has very much been the Bible of all yeah. the conversations. That, that's what I say to him all the time. Like, just because Trey Wingo says it doesn't mean it's the fucking it Bible, It does, though, buddy. because <laughs> you said it and you articulated it well. I'm on that side. Uh, However, saying, look, I've now made yeah. my Twitter bio. It's sometimes a, win st uh, sometimes a quarterback stat only because Tua. <laughs> Only he's a, he's a Dolphins. I'm fan. a Dolphins fan, yeah, but when it comes to Tua, I'll take it. But yeah, yeah you've, look you've at definitely his face. he hated that. Yeah, you oh <laughs> look, look. Here's the deal. Okay, at the end of the day, 
this football is the only true team sport there is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like what is baseball? It's a confrontation between a pitcher and a batter and everybody else is standing there waiting for something to happen. Right. Uh, basketball, you can have two really good players and that's enough. Yeah. Um, uh, in hockey or soccer, a goalie changes the entire equation. A really it's good true. goalie can, can win you games and help uh, or a really bad goalie. And either one of those things can lose you games. Mm-hmm. Football is the only sport where you've got to have 11 guys pulling together. And if they don't, everybody doesn't do their job unless you're Patrick freaking Mahomes and he's the outlier. I will concede mm-hmm. that, that then you're not winning. You're not winning. Right. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, I think... that's that's. I'll die on that hill. I'll die on that hill. So I'll, I'll, I'll bring it. Bring them all. So, bring them all on. I'll bring join on. you. So so all right. So let's talk about something we talk a lot about, which is Joe Burrow. Obviously, Joe Burrow is one of the biggest oh, names in the NFL. Performs yeah. really well. You talked about last time you came on the podcast uh, how clutch he is. But then we talk about and the main argument for Joe Burrow, right, is the playoff wins. He's yeah. made it to playoff a Super Bowl. Success. All that kind of stuff. Yeah. But then when you look at his playoff stats, they're terrible. They're, they're, they're terrible. And so if we're they're going not terrible, back- they're, they're not. See that now that's an interesting discussion as well. Like, okay. First of all, in the playoffs, you're supposed to be playing the better team. So mm. stats are going to be manipulated and looked at differently. Like how many yards did Patrick Mahomes throw for in the Super Bowl win? Also, uh, three, three something. No. 183 yards. Mm. Four, four oh, he, threw for he threw for 183 yards in that win over the Eagles. Mm. 183 right. yards. Okay. He didn't have the ball much, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, uh, because yeah. the Eagles were doing such a great job uh, of you know Keeping cramming it down the Chiefs' throats. So, I, and and the reason I bring that about stats, like at the end of the day, stats can be manipulated a million different ways. But when you have an opportunity to make plays, do you make plays? Mm. And I think that the argument for Joe Burrow is that when he's given those opportunities, more often than not, he makes those plays. Yeah, I mean, I think he's, uh, I don't disagree with that. I just think when you come back to the Josh Allen versus Joe Burrow debate, which is really where the Joe Burrow playoff wins comes into play, you've also looked at Josh Allen's teams around him, and he doesn't, ha- he doesn't have a, you know, a Jamar Chase and a Tyler Boyd and T. Stephon Higgins. Diggs. But there's a lot more factors there. He hasn't had a defense that's overperformed. He's been a better regular season yeah. team, but in the postseason, they haven't been as good. He's had a defense that's been better than so the I'm, defenses. But like, what, I'm what? Tra- what I'm trying to bring up, though, is the Joe Burrow versus Josh yeah. Allen. Where would you put them in your, your top 10? And rankings of two versus three okay. and why you know are you putting one over the other i think which is what we've always gotten into uh, i would put joe ahead of josh right now okay Thank why you. why uh, I, I, now well first of all um yeah, i, I i'm a big believer in accomplishments as opposed to statistics and i think joe has accomplished i mean like as good as the bills have been with josh allen they have accomplished one afc championship game appearance to show for it right but that's you could make the argument that that team is underperformed with the talent that they have. Right, but now, but now uh, that's, where, that's where I'm confused. You're, the team's underperforms, but according to your logic, it's not. It's the team underperforming and not Josh Allen himself. So why is Josh Allen Correct. below Joe Burrow because of a lack of team success? Well, again, there's 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 two. There's I feel like we're having parallel discussions here, sure. and I'm I'm trying to really be yes. you know as 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 open and honest as I can. Um, I I just think that Joe has a more innate ability. Okay. Sure. Okay. That that's just that's, that's just fair. sort of my yeah. my that's why I, like if you're asking me to start a team with a quarterback, I'm starting with Mahomes 99 times yeah. out of 100, and then I'm taking Joe Burrow. Yeah. And it's not a knock against Josh. I want he's not. very very good. He's very very good. He's the top three. 
I really believe that. Mm-hmm. But he, you know, last year was a bad year for him. There were there were a couple of those games, like the game against the Vikings, where yeah. he threw two red zone interceptions mm-hmm. and he couldn't take a quarterback sneak on his own one yard line to to come out of there with a win. Yeah. You know, for the team to come out of there with a win. Yeah. So uh, th- those are the things when I look at Josh, I'm like, you know, those those are the things that need to be cleaned up. And you know, they that that was their first home game they'd lost. Uh, you know, in the playoffs and forever mm. when they lost to the Bengals in the snow. And, uh, yeah, that was, uh, uh, he, 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 he didn't do what he needed to do in that situation. And right. Joe has done that more often. Yeah, that's fair. I don't think there's anything wrong. Like while we have our opinion and, and Josh, uh, Josh, Jack's always had his about Josh Allen. We've always understood that that's the top three, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow and Josh yeah, Allen. So like, it doesn't matter it, two, where it is. It's just yeah. more so understanding why people put, so-and-so over them. Sure. For us, it's very much the playoff yeah. stats, and yes, they can be manipulated. You know, for Jack, it's the playoff success and how much further they've gotten. Um, but yeah, I think I think that makes yeah. total sense. I mean, I think for me with Bro, it's more just like in the really big moments where he needs to step up, like he has done it his yeah. first few years. Correct. In the league, he's gone so far in the playoffs every single year that he has been healthy in the league, and I yeah, can't he's had the team. That. He's had the team to do that, bro. But, bro, Josh Allen's played with no, no, he has. Been some of the best he, in football, too. Like, it's not just... The, the, the team definitely helps... But the fact like that Joe Burrow has thrown f- zero fourth quarter touchdowns in the playoffs in his career shows that his team has put him in position to win. Bro, he he, also, he the, also went to the Super Bowl with the worst offensive line in the league, or one of the doesn't worst. Doesn't change the fact the that league. he's thrown zero fourth quarter touchdowns in the playoffs. Bro, but he still makes plays oh. to convert third downs and fourth downs in different plays tra- like this. Like, it's not just about touchdown. Like, it absolutely is. You can rush him. He's itching. He's itching. Yeah, I don't like that. I mean, like that. To me, that's cherry picking. You Thank know, you. Like, okay, well, he ha- he hasn't done this one thing. Well, like, for like, give you an example, right? Like in the in the Super Bowl, the Chiefs could have scored a touchdown on every possession in the second half if they wanted to. They chose not to on the last drive because all they needed was a field goal to win. So you know, you know, things can be taken out. Like we we get into this era with statistics where game situations somehow aren't as important. And maybe there were situations where it wasn't needed for Mm -hmm. Joe to do those things. Like sometimes the best play a quarterback can have is an incomplete pass. Mm -hmm. It's the best option available to him. You know, it's it's the best option available to him. And, you know, we live in this sort of Madden fantasy football era where it's touchdowns, 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 which I'm a big fan of. Don't get me wrong. I love it. But there are, there are situations where, okay, what puts your team in the best position to win? And and I think that has to be the overriding concern. And and as far as the offensive line, they were terrible that year. Like I so I was bad. shocked he survived wow. that year, you know, and so that he got there. And, and you know, to be fair, it took a complete brain fart by the Chiefs for that to happen because if they had just kicked the field goal at the end of that first half of the AFC Championship game, that comeback probably never happens. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. made a mental mistake. The coaching staff, Mahomes, everybody trying to throw it to Tyreek Hill. And he got tackled outside the end zone without a timeout. Mm-hmm. Or the Chiefs forgot that they didn't have a timeout because remember they took one early in that game to challenge a ruling, and I, maybe Mahomes forgot that they uh, that they used that timeout That's already. Good. So, to, to me, game situations and what what did the quarterback do in the situation, did he make the right decision is more important to me than did he throw a fourth quarter touchdown pass in a playoff game. See, this is, I need you here all the time to back <laughs> me up because I'm not smart enough to counter Felipe when he brings up all the stats and shit. I'm just not. Yeah. And so I need you to back me up on that type of stuff uh, all the time. That was that was very nice. By, by the way, I, I do have to say this before we go any further. I'm so happy for you guys 
that training camps has arrived because yeah. I was feeling bad for you guys. Like hard. I was afraid we were. I think we were going to come on and draft different kinds of butter today. I mean, there are a lot okay. of I mean, types of butter. I mean, what's your favorite you guys, kind of butter? Like <laughs> you guys, you guys went deep into the well. Today we're <laughs> drafting days of the week. Today well, we're drafting last verbs that end in X. You know, I mean, <laughs> drafting dead people days of the week, drafting, days of the drafting dead year. people is my favorite one. Butter sure. wouldn't have been yeah. a bad one. You have Butter's salted pretty good. butter. You we have Irish butter. You have. Olive oil I'm butter. I'm a big. These I can't days. believe it's not butter. I like exactly. That. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's chemicals, but it's oleo for those those old schoolers back there probably don't even know what that no, means. Word <laughs> schoolers, right? We don't go past two thousand. Um, Mrs. Butterworth. <laughs> but oh, uh, I mean, we've uh, technically we've, a syrup, but I allow it for the butter it's debate got butter because in the Butterworth syrup. is oh, in her name. Yeah. In you're talking the about name. a special yeah. syrup. That's that's a good. Syrup. I mean, yeah, good. we can draft different syrups or condiments if you want to right now. But yeah, go ketchup and barbecue sauce. I think we're happy that we have the NFL season back too, because we were definitely running dry on yeah. things to to say and draft. So yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad we're we're back in it. But we've always talked about most overrated player, most underrated player, most overrated team, most underrated team. I'm kind of curious to you, who is the most overrated player in the NFL right now? You know, I saw that on the on the email, and I was trying to to say how would I quantify that, right? How would I quantify someone who is completely overrated? Um, and I don't, I don't know. I, I'm just not sure how I would do that. Yeah. Right? Like, do you guys have someone that you have in mind? I so mean, like, well, a, a big one that we've always said, or I've always said, I'll take responsibility for it is is Austin Eckler is yeah. overrated on the basis that fantasy puts him as one of the best running backs in football. To which, when I think of a running back, I'm more so going the traditional Nick Chubb. Derrick Henry, Dalvin Cook route versus Austin Eckler, who is more geared towards this new style of football where he can catch it out of the backfield. Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tackles. really, I'm gonna really disagree with you on that. Go for it. Like, I think Austin Eckler is maybe the most underrated player in football. Okay, go into um, that. Well, I mean, what does he do? He scores what? Touchdowns. Touchdowns. Yeah. I like I like I like running backs to score touchdowns. I don't. Yeah, I, I agree with that. But I think well, uh, again, the idea of overrated, over underrated is just like what's the public yeah. perception on them. I don't believe Austin Eckler is a top three running back in the NFL. Like that's just my my okay, belief. Okay, okay, and I get that. So so who who are your top three running backs in the NFL? My oh, top oh. three running backs in the NFL would probably be Nick Chubb, Derrick yeah. Henry, and then McCaffrey. I would and Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, I was gonna forget. Yeah. So I, I think I love that. I was going to forget who my third favorite running back was. Uh, I I would say that I would put Eckler in the Christian McCaffrey category because he does so many things so well. Right. And that guy is yoked. By the way, he can run between the tackles. I mean, that was the knock against Christian McCaffrey. Oh, he can't run between the tackles. Yeah, he can. He can. He absolutely can. Um, I I think that Eckler is very underappreciated. We can get into the whole running back thing because that's a whole like my God, that has taken that is. That has taken off this summer, which I think is the dumbest thing in the world. I'm like, guys, what have you been watching for the last five years? This right. isn't new. I think people are yeah. upset because Daniel Jones got more money than Saquon Barkley, which I understand. Mm. Saquon Barkley is clearly better at his job than Daniel Jones is at his job. But we all know it's a it's it's a league where it all the money goes to the quarterback. Now we can debate whether or not that should be. Like right now, Patrick Mahomes is a steal yes, with these insane. new deals for. Justin Herbert, like he is a bargain basement quarterback, and he's yeah, the once, best player. Like once Burrow you're gonna ask me the list of get those you know, contracts too. It's gonna be ridiculous. Yeah. Well, he he'll get his, believe yeah. me. And but 
he he's very much in the Brady mindset. Like Brady never was like, I have to be the highest paid player. I always want to make sure I have enough to get uh, enough people around me and he'll get taken care of. I would imagine very, very soon, maybe even before uh, next year, uh, next season starts. But um, the, the idea of the running back, like people are having these ridiculous ideas. Well, let's set up a fund. Well, where's that money coming from? Okay. <laughs> like yeah. where, where's this special running back fund money coming from? Yeah. It's coming from the salary cap from the owners and the general managers. Right. Here's the deal. This has been going on for six years. Yeah. And if you're just catching it now, you haven't been paying attention. Okay. This is, Look, I love Saquon Barkley. And, and oh, by the way, they had that big Zoom meeting, right? Well, we got to stick together as running backs. What did Saquon do? As soon as he got a little more money, Signed. boom, yeah. took it. <laughs> so, you know, the, the whole Zoom thing apparently was for nothing. Right. Because if they really cared about all this stuff and we were going to hang together, Saquon shouldn't take that deal. Yeah. But he did. And I have no problem with him taking that deal. Just don't tell me that you're upset about this and all this kind of stuff. And then they waggle a little money from you. You're like, yeah, I'm good. So, I mean, it, it is... It is what it is, okay? It's not changing. Like, the, the, there are five positions that get paid in football. Quarterback, protect the quarterback, sack the quarterback, catch the ball from the quarterback, and stop the receiver from catching the ball yeah. from the quarterback. Yeah. Those are the five <laughs> positions that get paid. Yeah. Everyone else is, is scraps. Or, I mean, they're nice scraps. I mean, what's he got, $11 million for one year? It's mm. nice scraps, sure. but it's not quarterback money. It's not, it's not even left tackle money. It's not wide receiver money. It's not edge rusher money. It's not cornerback money. And it's never going to be that. And if you don't like it, don't play running back. What do you think of the notion, though, that, you know, just like fashion, for example, old school always comes back, right? So, like, now we're seeing linebackers get smaller and smaller because they got to start playing out in open space and guard these slot receivers. But eventually, now, how do we beat those, how do we beat those like, small linebackers and small big safeties? Firm. You start pounding them with the big running back. Mm. And then what you will see, natural evolution, is bigger running backs coming back into play and then linebackers getting bigger, just kind of, re, re, you know, repeating history. You don't think that's going to happen? Yeah. I, that, well, I mean, I, I, I get why you would think that. Yeah. But here's why that's never going to happen. Um, the game's not going that way because the NFL wants less contact. They don't want more contact. Yeah, that's a good point. That's, 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 that's that, that, listen, and this is why I say Emmett Smith's record as a Cowboy fan. You should love this. Emmett Smith's record is unattainable forever. He'll, he'll retire a hundred years from now. Emmett Smith will still have the record for the most rushing yards in NFL history. It's never, look, Jerry Rice's records might not be broken, but they're more likely to be broken than yeah, Emmett cool. Smith's records. That's just insane. just because of the way the game is played. And, and you know, you know, the, there's a reason we're doing all this with the kickoffs and all this kind of stuff and how we're manipulating all this because they want to avoid that. And in, in the running back position, essentially, you are signing up for a car crash for three hours every Sunday. Yeah. Every Sunday. That's what you're signing. You're signing up for that. And the wear and tear. Like Derrick Henry is the outlier of all totally. outliers. I think one year in high school he had 450 carries in high yeah, school. It's, it's a it's a ridiculous. It's a ridiculous thing. And I just years. yeah. And I yeah. just I just don't think that that's going to come back because the NFL doesn't want it. Whether that's right or wrong or fair or unfair is is irrelevant. That's what the NFL wants. They want passing. They want glitz. I mean, like what seventy five of the top one hundred rated television shows last year were NFL mm -hmm. games. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's 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 the surest thing in the world, and they figured it out, and they've tapped into the Madden fantasy part right. of it to make it work. So yeah. I just I just don't think from a from a player perspective or from the league perspective that's ever going to come back. Um, and look, as much as I love Saquon Barkley. His cause would have been a lot more strong if he hadn't been hurt for two of his four years. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Well, that's true. the issue. 
I mean, look at look at McCaffrey. As soon as he got his big deal, I'm happy he got the money. The next two years, he was beat up. Yeah. You know, it's it's an it's an inevitability. Yeah. So if you're a manager, a general manager, or an owner, I see this as the inevitable outcome, and I see other ways where I can spend my money, and it's much less likely that that's going to be the outcome, and yeah. that's where I'm putting yeah. my dollars. Well, that that leads me that was right into so my my question, which is like, if you were a GM. Would you go out yeah. and pay a running back? Obviously, we talked about Austin no. Eckler, right? Austin Eckler's a guy that wants a deal as well, one of these top, but you Love wouldn't him. pay a running back is what you would say. You know, my my old uh, colleague at ESPN, Mel Kuyper Jr., Mel used to say he would never draft a running back in the first round. I was like, oh, you're crazy. I think he's right. Yeah. I mean, he was honestly like, 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 let's let's just take the Chiefs, for example. It's clearly the most dominant franchise over the last four or five years, however you want to slice it. They've been to three of the last four Super Bowls, one, two of them. The three best running backs for the Chiefs in that time frame were undrafted free agent Damian Williams, third-round pick Jarek McKinnon, who they pick up every year for pennies on the dollar because no one else is going to sign him, and seventh-round running back Isaiah Pacheco. Now, you could argue because of Patrick Mahomes and the greatness and all this kind of stuff that it's easy for those running backs to, to, to thrive. Yeah, maybe, but look at what the Bengals did with uh, Joe Mixon and Samaj P. Ryan. Neither one of those guys were first-round picks, and they were very effective on the ground. Uh, you know, you, you just have all these situations where you can find a guy outside the first round that can pretty much come close to what the, the production you would get by yeah. using a first round pick. Look at what the 49ers have done the last five years with like Raheem Mostert, yeah. Jeff Wilson, totally. all those yeah, guys that exactly. just pick and plug. And they're all, they've all been awesome. And as soon as they leave the Niners, they're nothing because that that just that scheme and the run system. That so you hate there. you hate the Bijan Robinson pick. I though. was just gonna say yep. that. You, you know, here, here's why. I, here's why I don't actually. Um, oh. I hate it for Bijan because he's never gonna get the money he probably deserves. But I think that he's the kind of running back that I'm interested in, and 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 would even think about it because he is a dual threat guy. Like you were talking about, you know, going back to the old school and all this kind of stuff. Well, that's not what he is at all. He, he's a playmaker in space. Yeah, and I like it for the Falcons. Because they don't know what their quarterback is in Desmond Ritter yet. Like this is this is the year we're going to find out. And they had done a really good job, in my opinion, of surrounding him with the talent that he needs to succeed. Whether it's uh, Drake from the last year, whether it's the tight end Pitts. Now you have Cordell Patterson, and now you have Bijan Robinson. So if you have uncertainty or an unproven quantity or quality at quarterback. You need to do whatever you can to surround that yeah. guy mm -hmm. yeah. with as much talent as possible. And I think the Falcons have done that. And whatever Desmond Ritter is going to be, we'll find out this year because he has the most weapons around him. Yeah, I also think you can, I agree with you, you could find running backs later on and we've seen a large enough sample size. But in the case of a Bijan or these, even Saquon, who might not be between the tackles and he's a home run guy, the way the contract is set up, like you could kind of get away with it for those first couple of years and then kind of draft another one or tag him if you must. But the idea of paying a running back into their second contract due to longevity, I think just kind of is something yeah. where the position, yes, is becoming more devalued basically from the second contract. I think that's the understanding. Yeah. I mean, I love B. John Robinson for the first four years of his career. And then I'm like, eh, we'll yeah. see. You know? well, if, hey, look, if he stays healthy for four or five years, he'll probably get a really good contract. Yeah. But again... Those guys are few and far between. Yep. I said, like, if any of any of the uh, running backs in football right now, do any of them in your mind deserve to get that second contract? I feel like there's like a couple unicorns that do, and that's about it. Yeah, I mean, I, I want them all to get them. Like, you know, yeah, Austin yeah. Eckler, who was like, you know, I want to be traded. I want to be traded because they don't. They're not going to redo my mm -hmm. deal. All this kind of stuff. I'm like, well, who's trading for you? Yeah, like, yeah. 
who's trading for you? Well, you I might mean, like, if you're I, GM, you love him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. My good friend, Mark Schlereth always says, yeah, I'd like friends. to, yeah, I'd like to, uh, uh, what's the phrasing we talked about players and th- what they think of their value. I'd like to, uh, uh, buy them for what I know they're worth and sell them for what they think they're worth. Mm. Uh, and you know, that way, you know, it, it, you just, you just have to have a realistic understanding of, of your market value and whether it's business. fair or unfair is irrelevant. This is, this is a business, you mm-hmm. know, and you, there's only a certain amount, like Ezekiel Elliott is still unsigned. Okay. He's still unsigned. And what, as soon as he got that contract, literally as soon as he yeah. go look at his numbers before he got the deal and after he got the deal, yeah, straight downhill, straight downhill. I yeah, wonder if that's sad. I feel you can kind of almost point to that Ezekiel Elliott deal and his performance after as the reason for why running backs now are just not getting that second contract. I mean, it's, it's, it's one of them. I mean, but Jerry Jones messed that up to begin with. Like, Jerry totally messed that up. Like, he he decided to pay. And you can argue whether or not you think Dak is worthy of whatever. But Dak is a quarterback that led his team to a lot of wins and and was very effective. And they decided to pay him last. And I thought that was – they paid Jalen Smith, an inside linebacker. Yeah, that was Dak fucking Prescott. shitty. They paid, and no, they paid their running back for they paid. No, no, you, you, the, the reason Amari Cooper is no longer on the Dallas Cowboys is because they gave Ezekiel Elliott that contract. Mm. And that was at a time when they knew they had Tony Pollard and they were beginning to see what Tony Pollard could do. Uh, when Tony Pollard gets 20 touches, the Cowboys' uh, record is unbelievable. Uh, and, and so the fact that they gave Zeke that money when they knew that he was there and Pollard was ascending was just complete mismanagement of of that franchise's cap yeah. situation. I want to I want to pivot cuz one of the biggest or best videos I think that we ended up making was between you two at the Super Bowl where you had said you think uh, Mahomes is greater than Brady ever was and you also said Trey that if Mahomes retired today he'd be a first ballot Hall of Famer no matter what. But I think we've yeah. always gotten into the debate about Mahomes already being the goat, but then when you actually get into the numbers What's it going to take for Patrick Mahomes to actually surpass Tom Brady as the GOAT? Because we're on two complete opposite spectrums of what it's going to take. Yeah. Okay. Here's, I don't think anyone's getting seven rings. Mm. I just, and and for a lot of people, that will be the standard, right? That will be the standard. Well, this guy has seven rings. And if you're a ring counter, there's nothing you can say to combat that. If If that's your threshold, that's your line of demarcation. That is not my line of demarcation, um, but I understand it. If it's yours, I disagree with it mm-hmm. inherently, and I think it's a it's a it's a flawed principle. But if that's your line of demarcation, I get it. What what I would say if Patrick Mahomes goes to five and wins four, I think you could make the argument that he would be he would be in the discussion of replacing Tom Brady as the goat. And the reason I say that is because he can do more things than Brady can do. It's yes, just, I, I mean, that's a fact. It's, yep. t- it's not taking anything away from Tom. Tom, in his wildest dreams, couldn't do the things that Mahomes has already shown us he can do. Um, but at the end of the day, it's got to translate into all this other stuff. And to me, Tom Brady is the GOAT, not because he has seven rings, because he, he walked away from the game with everything, mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. Like, he has it all. That, 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 you know, number one in this, number one in this, number one in that, number one in playoff this, number one in playoff that. Like, that's why, to me, Tom is the GOAT, mm. because he's got the numbers. And, yeah. you know, the numbers of his 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 uh, personal uh, achievements 
to me, far outweigh the numbers of the team's Super Bowl success. Right. Well, it's interesting you make you bring up the individual achievements outside of the team success because I feel like, you know, where I stand on that line is even though I don't necessarily disagree that he won't get seven seven rings. Like someone's always going to bring that up, right? It's the Jordan LeBron yeah. debate. Well, oh, he yeah, doesn't have. Yeah, he yeah. wasn't six for six. Well, LeBron's all has well, all the individual. If we're ring counting in the NBA, then Bill Russell's. The no, guy. I, I agree like, with you. Know, you. I'm just saying. I feel that if yeah. if Patrick Mahomes does not get seven rings, you're always going to have someone point to Tom Brady's rings. Oh, which, I no, I agree. I agree. So I agree with that. That's in bad. order for, yeah. I think the the undoubted goat, undisputed goat, he's going to need the seven. The problem is he's not. It's not likely, right? That's so it's, hard. It's so yeah. hard. So. I guess, yeah. you know, because I think you've said four, right? I think your number. Yeah, I, I also like don't think he needs that for to be the undisputed GOAT. Like, Jordan is consensus, right, for most people, unless you're talking to, like, a 90-year-old, better than <laughs> better than Bill Russell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, there's yeah. going to be really yeah. open. No, and, and that's, listen, and that's a really fair point because, look, Bill Russell was unbelievable. But in the era that they played, look at what they had to do to get to a title as mm -hmm. opposed to what a team has to do now to get to a title. It's right. very different. Okay, it's just a very different number of steps you have to go through. And could the Celtics have done that? Absolutely. But we don't know that. Okay. Yeah. And like the Le LeBron Jordan thing, like LeBron's got four with three different teams. Okay. That's very difficult to do. Mm -hmm. And LeBron is the leading scorer in the history of the NBA. He's also the top 10 in assists. Yeah. Okay. Like he does it very differently than Michael. And, and if you, if you, if you're, open to it you have to say okay he what what lebron did went with him wherever he went okay he won in miami he went back to cleveland and won a, in cleveland okay like some of those teams he dragged to the nba finals some of the worst teams that have ever oh, stepped on a championship floor. <laughs> awful just awful that like that first cleveland team that first Cleveland team that got wiped out in the finals that so first time bad. he was there, they yeah. were so bad. He, Williams, he willed Montan them. West, Drew Gooden. He, he willed them there, okay? Yeah. And and LeBron has found a way to do it differently because the, the like there's not a top 10, outside of LeBron, there's not a top 10 NBA score that's in the top 30 in assists. Right. Yet he's in the top 10 in both. And number one in one and in the top 10 in the other. That's, that's a... You know, I, I will always say Jordan is the man because mm. that was, you know, you know, and, and just sure. that, your era. Yeah. He's that he's yeah. that guy. He's yeah, that yeah. guy. But I can't I can't argue against when someone says, well, what about LeBron? And I hate when people say, well, you know, he passes up shots. OK, well, you know, Steve Kerr hit a game winner. Uh, a championship <laughs> yeah, winner for the Bulls because right. he got a pass from Michael Jordan. Yeah. Uh, Paxson got a championship winner because he got the ball from Michael Jordan in that in that situation. So don't bring that up. That's ridiculous. <laughs> so I guess then the and we could move past this if Mahomes has the individual accomplishments and four rings or even three rings, then you would he would be able to be the. Good I think player. you have to have four. I, I think you have. I mean, to me, I, 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 I think it has to be at least four. I think it has to be four for a discussion. And, you know, the, the real question isn't like, you know, what are they going to do now that they lost Juju or what are they going to do now that they lost Tyreek a year ago? What happens when Kelsey starts to decline? That's, yeah. Like, that's the real. That's the real one. And that's why I think they know that their window to be this good is maybe two years, maybe three. I mean, he's thir Kelsey's 33, right? right yeah, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Like, his peak has been really good. Yeah. Like, his peak has been longer than Gronk's career. 
you know, and and um, it, when when Kelsey goes, that'll be, in my opinion, the real the real test for how they adapt and going and go forward. Uh, do, you, do you think that like when Kelsey does go or falls off or tires, whatever it, it may be? Will that be kind of equivalent? I guess not at that time of their career, but when Brady went to Tampa, it's like, all right, now let's see what you can do. Nah, like a little different, or yeah. Well, well, well. Here, here's here's the thing about that. And listen, good for them. I mean, they were seven and five, and then one out that year, so they were not they were not clicking on all cylinders. Mm -hmm. But then Tom said, "Hey, to Byron Leftwich, let me just run this offense that I know so well." But look at that team that Tom stepped into. Okay, yeah, it was loaded. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah they they had. They had Godwin. They had Evans. Oh, let's bring in Gronk. Antonio Brown. Yeah, let's bring him in too. You know, they had an <laughs> offensive line that was they had an offensive line that was ridiculous. Yeah. They had yeah. a defense that disgusting. at that point was insanely good. Like yeah. he stepped into arguably the best possible situation. Now they still had to do it. You know, and they, but like it, it's true, not like true. it's not like he went to Jacksonville when Urban Meyer was there. Oh you know what God. I mean? What if you did yeah. that, he's, he, <laughs> he stepped into he's like he was smart. He, yeah, he did it the the right yeah. way, you know. So well, um, Trey, I, I don't, I don't think it's, I don't think we're there yet with Mahomes. I mean, because that was, you know, that Brady was in yeah, his forties. We'll be interesting to see what he can do. Now, what, what it comes down to, and I'll let you jump in right quick, Adam. What it comes down to for the Chiefs is one Kelsey does go down. Like obviously, Brady had two separate dynasties with the Patriots. So I think it's right. more comparable to like after Brady won those first three, he didn't win another one for a decade, it was almost right? Ten like years. Yeah, it was yeah. a long time. So that's what that the, is correct. The Chiefs are going to have to figure out like what's who's going to be the Gronk we bring in, which was really what revitalized oh, Tom yeah, Brady's yeah, you know was, second half of his career and stuff like that. Hey, good take, bro. Thanks, dude. Hey, no, no, that, no, that's no. You're, you're really right about that, and people forget about that. Like you know, they won Super Bowl 36, 38, and thirty nine. And they didn't win another one until 49. Yeah. 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 That's insane. I mean, think about that. Like, yeah. that's crazy. Then they won 49, 51, 53. Mm -hmm. And then he won. And then he won 55. So, I mean, like, there was a, like, that's why what the Chiefs are doing is really remarkable. Like, Brady's teams never went, never hosted five straight AFC. No one, yeah, no one's, insane. no one's ever done that. Yeah. Like, the, the best way I can describe how good Patrick Mahomes is and what a difference he makes. And, you know, this might be, something that gives credence to Emmanuel's position is that before Patrick Mahomes showed up as the starter in Kansas city, the chiefs in their franchise history had hosted a grand total of zero AFC championship games. Since he's become the starter, they've only hosted AFC championship yeah, yeah, games. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Now we, it's yeah. nuts. Look, Mahomes is the goat or will be the goat, but I'm, I'm curious. <laughs> I about think the best player I've ever seen. In my I, it's crazy. Cause I thought about this while you brought it up, you brought up Brady and obviously him going to Tampa. What do you have to say about Aaron Rodgers going to the jets being comparable to Brady going to the bucks? I see, I've seen a lot of things on social media where people have said that this team is very similar to which I very yeah. much disagree with. Yeah. That Bucks team yeah. was absolutely loaded, and they have nailed their draft classes leading up to Tom Brady. Besides quarterback. Besides Correct. quarterback, obviously, because they had Jameis. But Jameis was holding them back. Yeah, so exactly. what do you have to say yeah. about the Bucks, you know, being in comparison to the Jets, or the Jets being compared to the Bucks? I guess? Well, you're right about that Bucks team, because remember, that was the before... Brady got there. That was the 30 for 30 year with yeah. Jameis. 30 touchdowns, yeah. 30 interceptions. One of one with Jameis. Never, never happened before. And they they still almost made the postseason mm -hmm. despite yeah. him just like tossing them up. You know what I mean? So that that team that team was a, a quarterback not making mistakes away from being really good to begin with. And oh, by the way, they happened to get the best quarterback. Yep. And then they added those pieces. Um, there's no reason why it shouldn't work. 
for Aaron Rodgers in New York, which is why I'm concerned that it won't. Yeah, um, it's the Jets. I, it's, it's thank you. And look, like, <laughs> Jets fans, I mean, if you're if you're if you're honest with yourself, this is who the franchise has been, right? Like John Stugatz. Franchises. Stugatz, who's my one of my also a buddy of mine. He's like, whatever move the Jets make, I'm always going to assume it's the wrong one. Mm. You know, that's that's sort of his mm-hmm. default position. Here, here's my only concern, or one of my concerns rather, about the Jets and Aaron Rodgers. They fixed everything but the offensive line. Yeah, their offensive true. line last year was really bad yep. and they needed an overhaul and they sort of like, well, hopefully this will work and hopefully this guy will be back. But Mackay Becton's been working out this off season a lot. So <laughs> well, like, yeah, well, you know, hopefully, hopefully he's back to being that guy. Like, no, yeah. I'll tell you this. I never saw better tape in my life uh, of an offensive line. Like, Oh my God. It's like if you just massive. wanted to watch, if you wanted to watch one human being just absolutely abuse another human being, the Makai Becton draft tape. Is I mean, you've never seen Jack's JV tape. It's your, it's your, it's your porn. I mean, it's unbelievable. You've never <laughs> it's fantastic. Yeah, but Trey, you've never seen Jack's JV tape, so yeah. I mean, be careful I heard about it though. I heard about it. I mean, look at those cankles you've got going. On. They're pretty <laughs> oh, crazy, man. bro. I know they're that's, thick. That's some solid work. Jeff's good base, good base. But yeah, happy. just I, I've always, I think personally that this Jets team is you know, obviously better than last year's Packers team, but they're not by far. They're pretty similar rosters. That Packers team is still going to be good even without Aaron Rodgers. So I just think the comparison is is nowhere near the same. Well, look, historically, and the Bucs actually haven't, didn't have a lot of success until Brady got there recent in recent memory. But here's what I'll say. They have a really good defense. I believe they have a good head coach. Mm-hmm. Um, my concern is one, expectations, and two, that offensive line. Um, basically, he's got all the receivers he could possibly want. Uh, but, you know, like, for example, remember a few years ago, I might have been five or six years ago, when the Packers got off to a rough start and Aaron got off there and said, everybody, R-E-L-A-X. It's going to be fine. Yeah, It's not a problem. It's yeah, going to yeah. be fine. And everyone, Green Bay said, oh, Aaron says it's going to be fine. We'll be fine. Try that in New York if they start two and four. Yep. That ain't going to happen okay? here. Aaron, if Aaron goes on, you know, the Michael K show or whatever and says, oh, everybody, R-E-L-A-X. <laughs> Media be like, F you. No. <laughs> yeah. Like show up and do your job. We 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 mortgage the future for maybe one or two years with you. That's... And the, the the numbers are just ridiculous. So yeah, you need to win. And here's the thing, if we're honest about it, them getting to the playoffs, no, that's not enough. Yeah. This has to be Peyton in Denver. Yep. Brady in Tampa good for this to work. Yeah. That that's the that's the standard here. Right. And that's what the Jets are expecting. Yeah. You, you um, they've been to AFC championships with Mark Sanchez. They they went to two straight AFC championship games with Mark Sanchez as their quarterback. Yeah. Okay. Like they've done that. You know, we need to do the other thing here, Sparky. We need to be in that final game and most likely we need to win it. And if that I, doesn't happen, this 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 will not have been deemed a success. I was gonna say, I feel like if the Jets don't win a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers, it's a failure. Like even if you just make the game and lose it, it's I still kind a of I kind of agree. Like, and I know that's I know that's uh, harsh for a team that hasn't you know been there since Super Bowl three, you know, <laughs> and we're playing <laughs> Super Bowl fifty eight. Um, but yeah, like that's the reason you do this is because you haven't been there yep. since Super Bowl three, and you need to figure out a way to do it. Yep. Yeah, but if he does it, then it's better than Brady in Tampa. It's better than Peyton in, in Denver. 
It's better than any of those that we've been comparing it to. Aaron Rodgers and the Jets win it this uh, year. It's more impressive than Brady to the Bucks, Peyton. Absolutely, because everything Trey said, know. all the obstacles, the media, like everything, he's gonna have to overcome a lot more. Yeah, and you even said it. He's not inheriting a team like Brady did yeah, no, I agree. in Tampa. So their schedule's tough. Their schedule's tough out of the gate. Yeah, they're playing in a, they're playing tough. in an absolutely loaded division. The yeah. uh, the the Bucks in the NFC South. It wasn't Cake that crazy walk. of a division. Trey, would you say it'd be hey. the most impressive if if they won this year? Would it be more impressive? Uh, the AFC East is a gauntlet this year. Yeah. And, I mean, if Tua can stay on the field, and we all hope he can, there's, I mean, the Patriots are the worst team in the division by a mile. Like, yeah. by a mile. Um, yeah, so I, I think it would be I, – I, well, first of all, just look at just look at the AFC. For, uh, let's start in the division, okay? The AFC East is loaded. Okay, let's say they get the division, okay? Bengals. Then you're going to have to beat Joe Burrow or Patrick Mahomes or maybe both to get to the Super Bowl. Like Lamar Jackson is is back, um, you know. Like this is not a. I've ne- I've never in my life seen a wider uh, disparity in quarterback play between two conferences than the AFC and the yeah, NFC. It's right? insane. It's insane. Yeah, I mean, you like, have the top nine, eight, nine quarterbacks in the league are in the AFC, yeah. and outside of Jalen Hurts. Who's the second best quarterback in the NFC right now? Desmond Dak? Kirk? Dak is... Kirk Cousins? Dak, probably the best quarterback in the league. But then after Dak, you have Mahomes <laughs> and Burrow and... Oh, and Brock Purdy, obviously, is there as well. Uh, obviously, he was not drug tested before the show. Um, <laughs> now, I, I, I love Dak. I think Dak, I think Dak is very under uh, underappreciated. Okay. And people like, well, the interceptions last year. Bro, he hurt his thumb and his throwing hand week one. Yep. Let's not pretend, okay? He'd never done that in his career. He'd never thrown double-digit interceptions yeah. in his career and all of a sudden he does it this year and he leads the league in interceptions when he missed five games yeah it's because of this okay it happens yeah. it happens it affected him the entire year well i think it, it, and it goes into a similar question that i'm going to ask because we do it with everyone but even with dak you know everyone brings up the losing in the playoffs and then obviously you look at joe burrow everyone brings up the wins that's the reason they put him up it, it makes no sense to me i agree dak i think dak, i think i agree i think dak prescott is the most underappreciated underrated quarterback in the nfl and it's strictly because yeah. he's the dallas cowboys quarterback that's what happens though when you're the dallas the cowboys people love to hate him people you either love, you love him or you hate him yep yeah, exactly him. but that brings me to our last question which we've been asking everyone is what is trey wingo's top 10 quarterbacks in the nfl because we've right now Right now, we've gone into it. We've asked okay. everyone. The fluctuation is is insane in terms said, of six through ten. I said there's the consensus first four ish, and then it just yeah. from there. I'm curious to know yours. All right, all right. Mine, mine are going to be a little uh, uh, unorthodox because number one is obviously Patrick Mahomes. Oh, shocker! No way. Number two is Pat. No, number two is Patrick Mahomes on one leg. Oh, oh <laughs> I like this one. That's good. We saw it in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Number three would be, I mean, real quickly, let's just go back to that AFC championship game. Okay. Like, okay. You know, who was it? Uh, Boyd got hurt in that game. Right. Yeah. And and they were like, well, yeah, Tyler Boyd got hurt. He said, well, you know, my injury was the reason we didn't bro. Patrick Mahomes was throwing to guys I'd never heard of. (laughs) Juju (laughs) went out. Kadarius Tony went out. uh, Meekwell Hardman went out. He threw a convert of, of a third down conversion for a first down to a guy named Marcus Kemp. I didn't know Marcus Kemp existed. Until yeah, well, he caught that pass I don't know what for a first down. Is. Exactly. Okay. So don't don't tell me you're the re- he was throwing to freaking tackling dummies and he still won that game. Yeah. So it's Mahomes one, Mahomes with one leg, number Over two. Joe Burrow. Burrow three. <laughs> um I would probably put at this point, and this is uh, Jalen four, maybe. Ooh, okay, yeah. Look, look, look at like Jalen. The thing that people don't appreciate about Jalen is that everywhere he's been, 
It's been, yeah, he can't, yet he does, right? Um, he was benched at Alabama for Tua in the second half of the championship game. Well, you know, he just couldn't do the things that Tua did. Okay, so he goes to Oklahoma. Well, he's never going to be the quarterback that, you know, the Oklahoma won back-to-back Heisman trophies with, with their quarterbacks. Yeah, exactly. All of a sudden, he's that guy. Mm. Then he comes into the league. Well, you know, he's not really a second-round pick. Yeah, he's just Carson Wentz. No, he they found out pretty quickly that he's better than Carson Wentz. And then this year was like, well, you know, they got him the thing, so it's going to be the biggest test for him. And what does he do? He has an unbelievable year, uh, second in the MVP voting. If Pat Mahomes didn't exist, he would have walked away with the MVP award. Uh, and then he was the best player on the field in the Super Bowl. Jalen Hurts keeps doing this, and people need to keep paying attention to what he's doing. Mm-hmm. He keeps doing this. I would probably put uh, Allen after that. So Josh, is so five. that gives me five. Well, really four because I have Patrick yeah, Mahomes yeah. in there twice. But you know, we'll give you I think well, on the graphic, your- on the graphic, we are going to put Patrick Mahomes with one leg. Let's, let's just put that <laughs> out. There. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So then we get into six through ten. I think you have to go based on historical stuff. And this could yes. change because yeah. it's a new Aaron Rodgers has to be six. Yes. Yes. Yeah, he's he's very much. I think Aaron has to be six. Yeah. And then it's a question of where do you put Herbert and Lawrence, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the next. I like Herbert better. I'll put Herbert. Seven. Um, it, it, then the question is, where's where, where did Dak and Kirk fall into this? Oh, in the <laughs> right? To me, Oh, two. Okay. Yeah. You know what? That's just fair. Mind you, in case, Brock you know, Curtin. mental. No, block. you're right. Mental no, blocks. you're right. Mental, mental block. Deshaun, 100%. Stafford. There's mental blocks in here, you know? Desmond well, Ritter. Stafford. Uh, Stafford. Brock Purdy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, yeah, next you're going to tell me uh, that. Mitch Trubisky be, uh, should be in top 20, probably. Well, he does have a great Big Mitch percentage. energy, baby. Big Mitch energy. Yes, sir. All right. Let's, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Tua after Herbert. Ooh. Whoa. So two at eight. Yeah, or, or really seven. Really seven, but eight. Uh, really seven, but for the fun sake of this argument, eight. And then I got two left, and it's where we got Lawrence, Kirk, and Dak. Um, you got Lamar. Jackson. You got Lamar, Lamar still. Yeah, look, uh, Stafford to me is is uh, I'm not going to go there yet until I can see what he what he is again, right? Right. I need yeah. to see what he is again. after the injury. I need to see what he is again. Deshaun was Deshaun was not good last year. Let's just be honest. He was Horrible. mediocre. He was a mediocre quarterback at best. Like, if you want to be generous, he was mediocre last year. Now, if you're going to give me 2019 Deshaun Watson, hell yeah, he's in the top he's 10. Probably not I don't know that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I don't know that. Nobody knows that. So I can't put him in there based on what I saw last year. Can't do it. Um, Lamar Jackson? Yeah, no Lamar? Lamar is interesting. And, uh, you know, this, this is a big year for Lamar because oh, yeah. he's got the, the home run that he's never had, mm-hmm. right? But but what's weird about the Ravens is they built that offense the way they did for a reason. Like they 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 did what they did for a reason. Yeah, Greg Roman right? featured the style. tight ends. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, like, okay, now what are we gonna do with the new OC and Munkin? Um gosh. By the way, Trey, you look great. It looks like you've been working out a lot. Yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> Try and stay active, bro. People um, say golf's not a sport. All right, you got man, eight. You got eight right now. You got Herbert. And- yeah, I know. So, so it's basically I've got it's, it's Lamar, uh, Trevor, Kirk, and Dak. Yeah, I got four for two. Right. Yeah, I got four for two. I have to believe Dak's going to be better. I'm going to put him. I'm going to put Dak at ten. Okay. Right? Okay. I'm going to put Dak at ten. So now it's nine. And is it Lawrence, Kirk, or Lamar? Wow, it's tricky. 
Historically, I think I'd have to put Lamar in there, but I think Lawrence is on the rise. Yeah. So it's based on what I, I guess my, my answer is I, on what I expect from these quarterbacks this year is the way I'm doing it. Does that make the most sense? So I think it has to be. So in, in that way, I think I have to put Lamar ahead of Trevor and, and Kirk. Mm-hmm. No, I think Kirk, so sense. Lamar would be nine. Lamar would be nine. And again, there are all kinds of ways to look at this, what they've done, uh, you know, historically or, but to me, it's like, what are my expectations for these quarterbacks and their play this year? That would it's, be the list. And hopefully like gut feeling. And, and, and hopefully number two doesn't show up at all. Yeah. I was going <laughs> to yeah, say, well, then you we might, don't, you might we don't want that guy to show up. We don't at need all. that. You now, might every other team in the probably asterisk. wants him to show up. But we don't want that guy to show up at all. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, we we can maybe throw in like a little asterisk or like a little honorable mention. Trevor Lawrence, eleven. Correct. Yeah. Exactly. Trevor Lawrence, yeah. real ten. Trevor Lawrence, actual ten. Yeah. 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 Right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this was, this was and the this thing was with fun. Kirk. I'm sorry. I, I I love Kirk, but like very likable guy the, on quarterback. The, the, the playoff the playoff loss to the Giants to me was the summation of Kirk's career. Yes. Yeah, seriously. Man. Fourth and fourth and whatever, and you throw it six yards short. Yep. Yeah, tough. I, I'd much rather. And he like he said, you know, this guy was. I, I like this guy was. Uh, you watch quarterback series, right? On, yeah, on yeah, Netflix. yeah. Well, well, the cool. episode was. You know, have you have you gone through it all yet? Not the full one. No, almost. Okay, well, I, spoilers. But in one episode, they deal with the the playoff loss, and he said, "Well, you know, this guy was covered." Yeah, but that's where you got to throw it. Yeah, like yeah. in that situation, if you if it's, it's an interception, who cares? Who cares? Because it's fourth down. Mm-hmm. On fourth down, the last thing I want is to throw it short. Like that's the last mm-hmm. thing I want mm-hmm. to a guy that I mean, and TJ had a I can't remember who the defender for the Giants was. He was right there. Like he was going nowhere, even if it's intercepted or tipped or knocked down, whatever. Push it where your guy can make try and make a play and get the first down. That yeah. that Especially to me is the summation of Justin career. Jefferson. Just throw it to him, see what yeah, happens. Yeah, just throw it up. Fourth and whatever it was against the Bills. He was I was going to say, got, was gonna say he did it against hand. the Bills, yeah. but on the playoffs, just, like just, yeah. like okay, like what I loved about the Rams when they won the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. The, the Bengals were clearly not letting Cooper Cup open, and Matthew Stat was like, fuck it. I'm going to throw it to Cooper Cup, and he's going to yeah. catch it. And that's how they start. won that game. That's how they won that game. So in that situation, I don't care how covered Justin Jefferson is, Throw that's where the ball's going. Mm-hmm. That's where the ball's going. Unless Felipe's playing DB. I mean, you don't want to you don't good, throw it on you. It's a good point. Felipe, yeah. you, got, you, you, got, you got mad skills? Yeah, man. Not he's bad. He's on tape. He's on Kyler Murray's uh, high, school, been, high school tape, yeah. Yeah. He made a, he made a great attempt at, at attack. Kyler Murray burned the fuck out of me. But, <laughs> but hey, he was fast. What, so what high school? Uh, I, went to, I went to Geyer, Denton Geyer in Texas. Go Wildcats. Go Wildcats. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because everything about you screams Texas. Yeah. 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 I, mean, I mean, yeah. Everything is, about you screams this kid is from Texas. There Just out of curiosity, while we're on the what topic, would it be? what is the number one thing that screams Texas about Felipe? Just like as a as an objective person, <laughs> weird question. Literally man. nothing. Yeah, <laughs> nothing. His obsession with the Cowboys is about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah but then you got people from like, LA who might like the Cowboys. Someone who might be right. Yankees but, fan. but that's it. Like, there's nothing else about Felipe that screams to me Texas. So I what? Mean, what would I guess? What? What should I become in a Cowboys hat or something like that? You like, should, yeah. Like no, maybe I'm just some saying, like you, you give off such a New York vibe, bro. Yeah, mm, that's look, a good point. You should hey, get you some become, boots with like Spurs hey, on them or something like that. You've just become too big you know? time. Gone too yeah, big yeah. I've been in New York for too long, bro. It's been like six. It's been like seven years or some shit. Yeah, Hofstra. Yeah, no, it's okay. Hey, you're still great though. You're still Hofstra strong. Let's go. Go Pride, baby. Well, this was fun, Trey. Wayne Corbett, man. I'm glad. I'm glad we were able to get you back on the pod. Obviously, we. You've been in Hawaii for. For the guy for the last like five years, 
Um, you know, we haven't seen you, we haven't heard from you, but we, we've seen you comment. So we appreciate you coming. No, no, we're out there. No, you guys, you guys are fun. You guys are really fun, and I, I love what you're doing. But just you know, things happen before you were born. It's okay to it's okay to know. No, about. I don't it's think okay things happen. I don't know. It's tough. I I'll, I'll, I'll convince the Niners. Them. I'm gonna convince them to start looking at some tape. Before 1999, no. and uh, we'll be good. I'm gonna throw out some names like you know, uh, you know Mel Renfro. Oh, I love Mel Renfro. Yeah, Hunter Renfro's cousin, Night- of course. Yes, <laughs> Dick Night Train Lane. You know, yeah, Dick I know Night that. Lane. I know we that know name. that one, but we didn't draft Corner. him. Uh, and uh, Lester uh, uh, and Butter. Uh, hey, what about a little George uh, Lester, Landa? Lester Hayes? Lester Hayes, Mike Haynes, Mike, Mike Haynes. Sure. I mean, one of the greatest of all time. You know, you, you love know, my, my you're all, my you're all Hall of Famers. Is, so you know, yeah. yeah, I'm not throwing around George like Blanda, the quarterback here. slash kicker all, for the Raiders. All, people, for yes, this. yes. These these were all people that are in the Hall of Fame at the, at these positions. No. So I just want to throw yeah, that no, out. Jim Thorpe, definitely yeah, the greatest crazy. ever. Though I mean, yeah, it's just greatest lacrosse player. Actually, he's better lacrosse player than he was a football player. Who who doesn't know that? Yeah, no, Jim Brown. I'm sorry, Jim Brown, Jim Brown, Jim Brown. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, and then you think about Larry Zonka, the the pioneer of the fullback position, right? The pioneer of just no. Well, the thing about Zonka, he had the little nose guard that came down uh, right here. Was, Look at his helmet. He had a little nose guard right here. It's very cool. I love me some Zonka. But we <laughs> got to wrap up. I'll do my research. But we have to wrap up, Trey. Appreciate you. Uh, well, hopefully we can connect uh, when the NFL season comes back around and, and you know, debunk more Austin Eckler overrated theories. But uh, uh, I do, by the way, why is, just, why is it the Caps Off podcast when both of you guys are wearing caps? It doesn't make sense. I'll be honest, no it's clue. a terrible name when we first started. <laughs> no, it's a really good name. Like, it's catchy. Is like, it? it's Thank not you. like, hey, three guys and a pizza. You know, you guys, it's caps <laughs> <laughs> it Rolls right off the tongue. I like it. We were thinking about rebrand. I think we might have to go three guys and a pizza. It fits in New York City for sure. Yeah, you, you would, yeah, well, there was a better name at play, but it, I don't think it would play. So, yeah, quickly. Uh, what do you think of the name Ass Talk? Because we talk out of our ass. Huh? That was no, I, well, that listen. But see, I don't think you need to say that because everybody knows that. Exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> it just there it is. into the mo. <laughs> you listen to one clip we got. They're like these motherfuckers don't know what they're talking. About. No, no, you guys are you guys are you guys have kept me very entertained this year. Right, very appreciate it. Appreciate, appreciate it. it. We'll uh, we'll connect as the NFL season comes back along, and we'll do a butter draft. But thanks again. <laughs> you got it, guys. Anytime. See you. Right, see you. Bye. The Caps Off Podcast is brought to you by The Game Day, starring Adam Tabachnik, Felipe Fontes, Jack Perotti, and Matan Mann. Producers Ben Wolfen and Matan Mann. Don't forget to check out our social at Caps Off Pod on Instagram and at Caps Off Podcast on TikTok. And go to thegameday.com for all the best sportsbook offers.